Howdy. Hello, everybody. Guess what? Time again for another Basement Sports Podcast. Number 17. Whatever it is. Who gives a shit? (laughs) Anyway. I keep uh, count. This is not going to be the Pittsburgh Review. We are still working on getting someone that gives a shit about that. Yeah, That wants to come on. Well, we've got Adine from the Athletics Pit website, Twitter, and Instagram going to be joining us. Hopefully, we'll make that work later this week, and we'll do our pit football year in review. Uh, so He'd I want to give, guy a, to talk to. yeah, I want to give a big shout out to Adine and thanks in advance for coming on the podcast. Uh, as you remember, we had Wayne Wagoner, our buddy, uh, do our Penn State to review last week, and that was excellent. Had a lot of listeners, a lot of good uh, response to that. So again, thank you, Wayne, for coming on the podcast. We had a lot of fun with that, and uh, looking and forward. Let's to hope we don't get any more pit lessons than we did for the Penn State lessons. We did get some pit lessons for that, but I know that didn't uh, count. I know. I want Penn State I know, to outlisten the pit review. Well, I know that we had. Uh, I know that we had uh, a, a buddy of mine, coworker of mine, listened, and he's a Penn State guy, Penn State grad. Absolutely. We, uh, you know what? Look, hey, I put up with your shit, you know, for a week, and you got to put up with mine. So just enough. Well, at least the Steelers enough. are a lot better than Dallas. Yeah. Oh. Oh wait a minute! <laughs> oh wait a minute! Time They're out. not. Let's, let's rewind. <laughs> yeah, they're both sitting. At they home. both suck. <laughs> yeah, we could send each other that cat screaming meme. It's well, like not without tickets. <laughs> that's pretty annoying. That whole that whole cat woman, screaming woman yelling at the cat. Oh. oh, yep. And there's a, there's five a day now coming out from people. There's something about that look on that cat's face and the comments that people put <laughs> on that meme that just cracked me up. I'm sorry, I can't help it. It's really really funny. But anyway, I digress, or we digress, or whatever. But, um, you know, uh, we've got the NFL playoffs uh, in full swing. Uh, I took a beating on Twitter. I did. I picked the Cheatriots over the Titans. Wrong. And I was wrong. I was one and three. Like, I, I, but the freaking Bills, I could have been at least been 500 if the Bills hadn't choked that game away. Yeah, I remember you texting me saying, wow. Yeah. Got that one right. Yeah, I thought so. I shouldn't sp- I spoke way too soon. Apparently, people in Buffalo heard it and decided to sh- <sighs> shut shut down the offense just because you said that. God. I was 3-1. and one. Yeah, you were. And the New Orleans Saints laid an egg once again at home in the playoffs. So remember that next year. I'm not yeah. falling for that shit again. <laughs> uh, this is a tough week. Four games this week. Tough ones to pick. Yeah, um, so do you, do you want to like go through them one yeah, by one here? Yeah, okay, so let's, let's start out with... Uh, the early Saturday game, well, quote unquote, early three thirty. Oh Jesus! I'll uh, be drunk. It's, by it'll be it's the Vikings at the 49ers. So the uh, NFC six-rated Vikings against uh, the 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 first seed uh, 49ers in San Francisco. Mike is spread seven. Yeah, spread seven. Uh, last time I looked, San mm-hmm. Francisco's home is favored. Um, is if Dalvin Cook plays. Um, he's been hurt. He's been limited. I don't know how they're going to, if Dalvin Cook plays, they got a shot. I think everyone, I'm not, I would never bet money on Case Keenum. Right. Ever. Right. There's rules against it. There's gamble. You need to see a psychologist and a sports gambling office to, uh, help you out of your doldrums. If you bet on Case Keenum on a regular basis, Vikings, I think have one of the, have the, if not one of the best receiving core with their tight end combination in the league. Yeah. Um, Niners, if you remember, were my sexy pick at the beginning of the year because Garoppolo was back. Right. And I had them going to the NFC Championship game. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm not going to change now. Okay. A couple reasons. Their defense their defense is better than people think up front. Yeah. Um, their offense, Garoppolo and Case Keenum, if you look at total rankings of quarterbacks, depending on which metrics you look at, they're right there. They're to get, they're the same guy. Okay. Uh, Garoppolo has Kittle. Um, he spreads the ball around. But the big thing is uh, San Francisco's got two or three good running backs. Right. And they do like to punch in the mouth and work off play action, which is the same thing Minnesota does. Right. Um, that's why I think if Dalvin Cook plays, it could be a really close game. And I would probably – I'm probably still going to lean. I'm going to pick San Francisco to cover the seven at home. The right, week, they okay. had a week off. This yeah. is Minnesota's second straight week of travel. Right. And it's a West Coast game. And Yeah, and I mean, Minnesota to the West Coast isn't as bad, but they just went down to Louisiana yeah. uh, last week. Then they get back. Then they practice. 
So a little banged up. They, they didn't have much time to heal. Right. I like San Francisco at home. I'm going to take San Francisco okay. minus seven. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm going to agree with you. I am. Um, I really was impressed by how Minnesota's defense played last week. I, I thought they played really well against Drew Brees and, and, and that offense. I'm just – this is just a different offense, to your point. You know, it's the, they'll, they'll punch you in the mouth, and I, I'm not quite sure how Minnesota's going to respond to that. Um, I think that San Francisco is t- – I can, I can see this being like a – a 10-point game, like a 20 to Well, 10, I think it's like going to be close know, yeah. until the final drive of San Francisco. Okay. Either they get a field goal to put it over seven. Yeah. Or a touchdown late to make it 10. Yeah. Or at least seven, at least, at least a push. Right. Um, but honestly, I, do I care who wins? Absolutely not. No. I just, absolutely don't. It's fun I to watch. I hope it's a good game. Last week was it, such a good weekend to watch It was football. a great weekend of football. And until plus, the Eagles. Personally, personally. I um I want to get to Josh McCown before yeah. we before you get off that but uh personally it's kind of going to be a nice relaxing playoffs for me in a way yeah, because you don't care your Patriots are out Steelers are out Steelers <laughs> so I don't care you know I'm rooting either rooting against the Patriots or rooting for the Steelers so it's, or both it's, yeah or both so it's 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 a really really nice I'll be able to actually just sit down and in a relaxed manner enjoy football now I want to. I want to make a quick comment about Josh McCown because I saw this on Twitter because he had to come in and, um, oh, repla- yeah. you know, replace. Uh, what did you think of that? Mr. Hit? Potato did, Head. Did I thought there was nothing wrong with it. When, nothing wrong with the hit. If Carson Wentz would have thrown the ball away, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. He, it was, the play broke down. He was in trouble. Throw the ball out of bounds. It wasn't third down. Right. And even if it was third down, I don't remember. He wasn't getting the first down. It's not like he had an open lane. He right. just tried to buy him more time and Clowney came around the end and dove at him and yeah his helmet hit his helmet but when the quarterback becomes and starts to run he loses protection right he doesn't get those fouls would I have been shocked if they'd have thrown the flag the way the NFL has pussified the quarterback position no I wouldn't have been but I have no problem with it and people are saying it was a cheap shot or a dirty hit I think that's total bullshit well I I didn't think there's anything wrong with it I was actually on um I was on Twitter this morning, and this is via uh, Mike Garofalo on Twitter. Quarterback Josh McCown tore his hamstring off the bone <laughs> versus the Seahawks. Surgery coming, as, uh, and this was along he, with he retirement. Was, he was giving he he gave, uh, Tim McManus was when he reported it as well, but sources say it's a six month recovery. He'll basically be laid up for six weeks. I wonder uh, if it was the last play on fourth down that happened. I'm not sure, but. I'm not going to show you. There's a picture, and it's pretty gruesome. Yeah. Basically, his when hamstring. When you tear it off the bone. That's, his, his hamstring that's, rolled up like a cinnamon roll. Yeah. You know, and um, it, but you know what? If he played even a down with that, he might be the toughest human being. Well, how do you even <laughs> drop a, back? You can't drop it's, back. It's it a, had to be the last play. Well, but, but the thing is, he kind of, he walked off the field after yeah, the like game. Yeah, like nothing, no problem. <laughs> Yeah, well, how do we know he didn't? Wow, or do it like stepping into the locker room? <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't he ste- know. Maybe fell but, out of the cold tub. But if he did this during the game and continued to play, wow, like just yeah, stop. that's crazy. I mean, you got to give him props either way. This guy was was working he, for ESPN. He, he played his heart out. They you know? called him. He came in. He kept him in the freaking game he did. the whole time. He made some nice throws. He yeah. obviously isn't elusive, especially with a torn hamstring off the bone, but. Um, they had every chance in the world to win that game the way that their defense held Seattle down, which surprised me. And I think a lot of it was Seattle coming to the East Coast again. Right. Um, which we'll, we'll get to Seattle's game here in a minute. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, props to Josh McCown. I don't care. He's played for 15 different teams in the league. Yeah. Um, and every time I see him play, he plays better than average. He plays yeah. better than a lot of freaking quarterbacks out there. Right. I don't think he's ever going to win 11 games. Well, but I think he he's can re- keep he's you in a game. Now. With a hamstring yeah, like that, he may just reti- go back to ESPN. It's, it's over. Hard to pull your um, hamstring sitting <laughs> in a ESPN studio. Yeah, still getting paid some decent bank. Although I could like see him do it. I pulled one going up to running upstairs one time and I had diarrhea. Pulled a hammy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I was going to make it, so I kind of shifted gears about third step up. I could just feel grab me like a little someone stabbed me in the back of my yeah. leg. 
Well, I did make it, mind you, but I crawled good, off the toilet. Good, good to, yeah. good to be good to. I crawl made off it. The I shoved and I, I crawled out of the bathroom and went down the steps on my butt like you were when you were kids. <laughs> well, let's stay in the NFC then, since we talked about the uh, Seahawks and the Eagles. Well, the Seahawks now travel to Lambeau to play the Green Bay Packers uh, tomorrow at six forty kickoff Eastern Time. So I don't uh, know what the weather's supposed to be. It's we have a warm. I think they're having snow and cold in the Midwest, and here in Pittsburgh, it's fucking 70 on January, whatever to tell the date, 11th or something. I right, don't, I don't right. even know what day it is. But it, what a gorgeous day it is outside. It's supposed to rain, but it hasn't. It's a little overcast and literally 67 degrees in January. Um, Green Bay, I think they're supposed to get hit with some snow. So while the producer's checking the weather in Green Bay, um, I think the last time I looked, it was uh, four and a half. Well, uh, I think that's the spread, the spread but also uh, I think the spread was four and a half. Let me double check that. That is actually, no, it's down to four. So the spread right now is four. All right, well, that's not going to change my bet. If it went down to three, that might change something. But Well, uh, in Green Bay right now, it's 21. So for snow. tomorrow, for tomorrow, uh, partly, uh, partly cloudy, some sun in the morning with increasing clouds in the afternoon, a high of only 24 degrees. Um, and then they said there could be some light snow in the evening. All right, evening, so it's not so going to affect anything. No, no, it's not a big deal. But they had a they had a pretty good dose of snow, and I did see a report they were going to be hiring a bunch of people to come in, like they out. do, and clear the snow yeah. out of the stands. So, well, I don't know. You go first on this one. You got uh, Rogers at home yeah. with four point spread. I'm I'm really really tempted to take to take the Seahawks here and take the four. I really am. I I, I just. Is that your official answer? I, that's my official answer. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Seahawks, <laughs> and here's why. I I really I like Russell Wilson. I think that even even if Green Bay wins, it's going to be close. It's going to be like a two three point game. So that's why I'm taking the Seahawks. I'm not saying the Seahawks are going to win outright, but I I'll take the four points with the Seahawks. Um, Russell Wilson. Now the only thing that concerns me is like I'm not real impressed with the Seahawks running game. Well, you can, uh, but they don't yeah, have any. Yeah, so, they signed two guys off the street. Right. So, including you know Marshawn Lynch, who hasn't played, who didn't play okay, well, football for you know on five. third and one. I'll give you that. Yeah, but but again, I mean, it just doesn't impress me for for the long term. But Russell Wilson just finds a way to to get it done. And he does. I, I think that's why they're going to keep the game close. I would take the Seahawks. I'll take the points. I'm also going to take Seattle on the points. Um, I understand Green Bay's at home. I understand all that. Green Bay has been – their offense has been very pedestrian. Yeah. If they get the running game going, they're going to blow them out. That Jones running the ball. I don't think I, they will against Seattle. Not against um, Seattle, no. And then the other thing, too, I think Russell Wilson is the kind of guy that will keep them off the field. When you play a quarterback like – like uh, I almost said Favre. Rodgers. Favre. You got uh, – the your best way to – the best defense is to keep them on the sideline. Right. Now, Saint, Seattle's offensive line is god-awful. Yeah. Um, and the two edge – the two ends for Green Bay, um, both – are they both Jones? I think both their names mm -hmm. are Jones. Mm -hmm. I think they got like 14 Joneses on that team. Anyway, <laughs> I think both of those guys um, are going to be beasts. But right. if they I, can run the ball at all, Seattle, I'm talking three, four yards, and they can start – Russell Wilson can start play faking and getting out of the pocket. Right. I, I'm with you. I'm taking it. And I'm, I'm, I think this game comes down to the final quarter. I don't think Rodgers is going to – is Devontae Adams playing? That's a good question. I'm not sure. Let me we'll look see that if up. they can find that. But if Devontae Adams is playing, this, that might change my opinion. But, again, Green Bay doesn't use their tight ends. Um, if Devontae Adams is still hurt or limited, uh, I think Seattle can get enough pressure on him with their front four that's going to keep him, I guess, in the pocket. You, won't, you don't want Aaron Rodgers outside the pocket either just because he will run it for a first down on third and eleven. You got to make sure your pass rush. It looks like he is going to play. So that could that could make us both losers on that one. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to take Russell Wilson. They've been good on the road. Again, it's their second straight week of travel. That bothers me a little bit after going cross country to Philly, back home to Seattle, now back to Green Bay. That's right. not good for anybody. But um, <clears throat> Seattle's been a good road team all year. Yeah, yeah, and and I I just I can see it coming down to the wire. Um, and been... they look like shit against Philly. Yeah. So uh, you know the NFL. Yeah. 
yeah. So I, I can, like I said, I, I can see, I can see Seattle going in there and winning. Uh, I'm going to take Seattle again, and I'll take the points. I'll take yeah, the four. I agree with you. Um, so let's move on. What's to the late game tonight? So it's uh, the the Titans at the Ravens. <laughs> this this spread was nine and a half one yesterday. Yeah. When I looked at it, I don't know. Well, where right it is now, now it's ten. All right. So it's, yeah. So um, all I can say is yuck. Everybody, the Ravens have made people look stupid all year. Um, one thing that bothers me, mm-hmm. when the Ravens lost to Cleveland, they Cleveland ran the ball all over them. Yeah. And now they got Derrick Henry and the leading rusher in the league coming in. Right. So could they keep Baltimore's offense off the field by running, run, 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 run on Henry like they did last week against the, the Patriots? The Patriots stopped the run all year. Right. They didn't stop Henry. And they could not stop Henry. Now, I don't know. Baltimore's defense is also good. I don't know what they're ranked against the run. Um, our producer is currently napping in the studio, so we have no clue what's going on there. But um, – I'm a little concerned. I, Ten points is a lot in the playoffs. It's going to be warm, I'm assuming, since it's warm here. It's going to be warm there. Uh, might be some rain. But Tennessee is on a roll. I love their coach. And since Tannehill took over for their quarterback, I think they're literally 5-2, uh, and 6-2. Two, and two. Right. Maybe even more wins than that. But they've only lost twice. And once they got behind by – 23 points or something and came storming back and lost at the end, uh, their last loss of the season. The Tennessee Titans actually are the third-ranked defense, um, third-ranked defense against the run. That's the Titans. That's the Titans. Yeah, Um, so uh, the problem with that is that it's not a traditional run. It's uh, fake to the halfback or fullback who becomes a lead blocker, and then the quarterback runs around the end. Um, But... The, I probably. I'm sorry. I'm I, sorry. I'm sorry. I was wrong on that. So, so against against the run, uh, defenses against the run, uh, the Titans were towards the bottom. I think. I mean, yeah, the, the Titans the were twenty. The t- Titans were twenty first. Okay. And but actually, the Ravens were twenty eighth. Okay, so that's my point. Yeah. Um, if you put a gun to my head, I take the Titans. I would not bet this ever. But because of the way Tennessee's playing, um, Baltimore had a week off. I love Harbaugh. I think he's better coach. They got the better coach. And they probably have the better quarterback. Um, and overall, I'd say the defense is a push. Maybe even give that to the Titans. Ten points is a lot in a playoff game. But every right. year there's a blowout or two. Right. Um, I, I, I'd take uh, – Boy, I don't know. Well, Let me think about well, that. I, wait, I, I wait, still might take yeah, Baltimore. The, these rankings that they have, and thank you, NFL.com, for how you rank them. Um, it's a horrible site. Yeah, so so as far as, like, you know, yards per game, um, I think they're looking at, like, general overall. There's a lot of different metrics that they look at as far as yards. If you look at yards per game given up by defense, the Baltimore Ravens give up 93.4 yards a game. The Titans give up 104.5. So it's the same. So it's pretty, pretty similar. I'm not going to go into I'm going to wipe out what we said about like where they're ranked because this is screwy. But looking at yards per game, they're pretty, pretty close in the number of yards per game they give up. Yeah. But, but again, again, the the Patriots gave up 95.5 and the Titans went in there and ran the ball down their throat. Yeah. Here's my so, concern about that, which I might change my mind right now. I just thought about this. I think last week was the Titans' biggest game of their franchise history in the last 10 years, if not ever. They go into Foxborough. They knock off the perennial Super Bowl champs, the Patriots. I know Patriots weren't as good this year as they have been, but emotionally, God, they had to be. How do you get any higher than knocking off the Patriots? And So it's tough to get up that high two weeks in a row. Um, I'm going to ride the momentum. I'm going to say that they come out a little flat because they did not, and I'm going to switch to the Baltimore minus 10. Yeah. Just because I don't – it's going to be – emotionally, I think they're going to be spent. And when Baltimore comes out – now, I, like I said, I just described how Tennessee could easily win this game or cover, run the ball with Derrick Henry. But how many games in a row can he take 30 carries? He's done it about four so, out of five. So I don't want you to make that your final – prediction but uh, but i want to bring this up here's my concern for the ravens being able with 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 uh 
you know, with the 10 point spread. Mm -hmm. Most of their first string players have not played a down of meaningful football in three weeks. It's very true. Okay. Titans are fired up. Like they, we, yeah, we went in there, we punched the defending Super Bowl champs in the mouth, and now we're going to come in here and punch you in the mouth. There's no weather really to be. Hmm, shouldn't be. Maybe rain. Them. Maybe, maybe, maybe some rain. rain. But that makes me think twice about a 10 point spread in this game. Yeah. Okay. It worries me too. Yeah. So but I'm still going to officially take them. Okay. I'm taking both. Well, you know what? Just because we've got to have at least a game that we differ on, yeah. I'm going to take the Titans in the 10. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to probably regret that because yeah. I liked that the whole day until yeah. I came here and sat down. Yeah. I'm taking Baltimore. Yeah. So I'll take the Titans in that one. Although, you know, you're always wonder, but. My bigger concern, as I said, was that the Ravens have, haven't really played meaningful football in three weeks. And, um, you know, Lamar— Yeah, it might be a slow start. Yeah. If Tennessee can run the ball down the first possession. If I'm Tennessee, first thing I do, if I win the toss, I, I receive. I'm not deferring. I'm not letting Baltimore on the field. Right. I don't want to be behind and have to throw more than they like to. Unlike last year where teams like the San Diego Chargers, when they went into Baltimore and won that playoff game last year, they they dared Lamar Jackson to throw the ball. Well, they've been trying that and, all year. And, and, but you know what? He's been throwing the ball oh, yeah. and throwing it really well. Uh, so that kind of defensive strategy will not work. And if the Titans get a lead and he has to throw more than they like like to throw, um, they got obviously they got Andrews at tight end. Um, you can't pin your ears back though and go after him. Well, that's my You're point. You're going to get in trouble if you do. They hit a screen pass. Um, I, I think honestly, I think Baltimore jumps out to a lead and they control the clock. They run the ball. Tennessee runs it, runs it, runs it. Gets into field goal range and gets stopped. So they're going to be kicking field goals. I think Baltimore close game until the end. They score a touchdown that puts them up by. They win by 13 or 17 okay. points. Okay. So I'm going to well, stay with Baltimore. Just so we can have, uh, you know, we can Do disagree. Different. I'll take the Titans. And uh, going into the last game uh, to talk about for this weekend, the Texans at the Chiefs. Um, it was nine and a half yesterday as well. It's 10 today. So Kansas City minus 10. All right. You're up. I'm taking the Texans. Okay. And I'm not, again, I don't think they're going to win. But I will take the 10. I will take the 10 points. Uh, I will not. I'll take in the Chiefs. I think this is the okay. blowout of the week. Okay. So, uh, you know, going, trying to, you know, with the Texans game last week and that in, inspired comeback against the Bills and that unbelievable, Randall Cunningham-like play. Yeah, uh, obviously <laughs> no, he hit but, the B for the spin button on, right. on Madden and he got outside and <laughs> made it – threw a six-yard pass to the flat, and there's nobody around the guy because they're all blitzing. Uh, he made one move and ran it into field goal range. Uh, but they were one. That play happens once every 10 years. Right. I, I still think they might lose that game if that play doesn't happen. So, right. again, emotions are up. They won a huge game. They're flying high. They're not as good on the road as they are at home. Um, I will say this. If Fuller plays for the Texans, yeah, that becomes a completely different team because you cannot double-team Hopkins. Right. Last week they were double-teaming Hopkins because Fuller wasn't there. They had a safety over the top. They had a linebacker drop, so he had to wait longer until he cleared. Um, if Fuller plays today, or yes, is that today or tomorrow? That one is um – that one's actually tomorrow. That, yeah. that one's tomorrow. So Three if Fuller plays, that's that's going to hurt my pick um, because Houston can throw the ball. Right. Um, but I think Kansas City's been – you give Andy Reid a bye week. He's going to have some offensive plays. You know he's going to have three gadget plays. You know he's going to have Hill on the outside. They can uh, – Mahomes has been MVP for two years now. Mm. MVP caliber, caliber player. Yeah. Um, J.J. Watt, hey, if J.J. Watt can get around the end and strip him a couple times or knock him down or, God forbid, you know, um, have th two sacks, three hurries, and he has to throw the ball, and he, you got to keep him in the pocket too because when he's outside the pocket, he doesn't just th look to throw. He throws it 40 yards downfield mm -hmm. to Hill, who you can't cover for that long. Well, the thing that – the reason I – one of the reasons I like the Texans here is – 
against the spread, Deshaun Watson is 13 and four in his career against the spread. Um, you know, especially in, in larger, larger you get, when they're when they're the uh, you know when they're the underdog, that's his record. He they they played earlier this year in Kansas City, and Houston hung 31 points on them. They did. Uh, you know. That what? was before the defensive coordinator was switched well, for and Kansas City. And you're also going to have, I think the interesting, I, I think the interesting matchup is going to be uh, Tyron Matthew uh, against Watson, I, that chess game. Uh, because, you know, um, they're going to, you know, Kansas City could run, you know, multiple defenses against him and try to confuse him in the game. But a lot of it's going to come down to like a lot with Lamar Jackson. Yep. Is he going to be throwing it or is he going to be running running the ball? So you got to be careful with your rushes, but I think the Honey Badger is going to be important in this game. He might uh, he might yeah. even uh spy him. Right. He he may they be. May can, so uh, it's like, you know, or a linebacker will spy. You know, him. giving up a 6-yard run is a lot better than giving up a 36-yard run. You yeah, know, so and uh, and I agree. They did hang 31 on them. It, that's about the point that they promoted their, I think, defensive backs coach to defensive coordinator. And they've been much better the second half of the season. Part B is, let's just say they hang a 24 spot on them. I think Kansas City on Houston's defense can put up 44. So that's there's the 10. Yeah. Um, I mean, or 34, I mean. And, the, so, and the, the, final score that, the final score of that game was 31 to 24. So Houston went into Arrowhead and won a game. Yep. It doesn't intimidate them, okay? It doesn't, and, and they've they've you know, and they've got a playoff game this year under their pocket. Um, I you know what I am going to take a look at the weather in Kansas City because I'm not sure what the weather's supposed to be there. The weather's just like wild this week in the United States, so it's um the, yeah. The it, thing about Andy Reid, remember when he did this with Philly, he abandons the run quickly. He's always liked to throw the ball. But even when he, if he gets behind, he throws every down, which means JJ Watt and the guys can come get him. Well, there's a winter there's a winter storm warning today in Kansas City, but that's not when the game's being played. So yeah. the game's being played tomorrow, and tomorrow's gonna be sunshine in the morning, followed by clouds in the afternoon, a high near forty, winds ten to fifteen miles an hour. So it's gonna be chilly, but it's not gonna be cold. Today's only a high of twenty four there. Yeah, they're so lucky be, they're playing tomorrow. Yeah, so they're lucky they're playing tomorrow. That makes me um, even more confident that yeah, so that I'm, their I'm still can get I'm going. still gonna I'm still gonna take the Texans. You do like a point. You yeah. a lot of points. That's a lot of points. For NFL yeah. it is. Yeah. It absolutely is. I'll take the Chiefs and I'm gonna take the Ravens as my two I guess blowouts. Okay, so overall, so Minnesota and San Francisco San Francisco we're both taking the 49ers. Uh, Tennessee and Baltimore. I'm taking the Titans. Baltimore. Okay. And for Houston and Kansas City, I'm taking the Texans. Kansas City. And last but certainly not least, Seattle and the Packers. And we both took take Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll post those on Twitter. Um, don't call them lead pipe locks or anything like that. <laughs> They're certainly not. Uh, but uh, – or – Maybe they should be picks that are I honestly, destined to go wrong. I probably, <laughs> if I bet anything like real, real bet, like real money, I might, I bet, might bet one game this weekend. That's and what, what game would that be? Probably the Niners. Niners. You take the Niners. I like the Niners. Take the points. Okay. Yeah. Or give up, give up. The I'd points. give up okay. seven for the Niners. All right. Maybe buy it down to six and a half just to <laughs> f with them. <laughs> so that's what we have coming up this weekend. Um, you know, we'll be later sure today, to do that. Actually, actually yeah. yeah, starting later today. And as soon as we're done the first, here, I'll the be first, drinking heavily. The first game up will be the uh, the Niners and the Vikings. So we'll see uh, we'll see how well we do. Uh, but it's hey, this is a fun weekend. Divisional round football weekend. The NFL is a fun weekend to watch football. So it really is coming up uh, this Monday. Championship game. Championship game. Two and great teams. Clemson and LSU. You got the spread up. Uh, we got the spread on that one. How, how much disrespect is Clemson getting? They haven't lost a game in two years. Um, well, Dabo Sweeney plays that up. He sure does. But that's what I'm saying. So now LSU looks by far has been the best team in the country all year. Uh, and they're going to say, well, Joe Burrow and their running back. Remember, they're running. LSU score all those points against a oh, Big 12 team. Doesn't really count. But Oklahoma, and their best running back was had a bad hammy, that the guy that just knocks people over. I don't know if he's going to be healthy or not. But it, Clemson just wins. Ohio State had Clemson beat. It's my it's uh, 
Um, Clemson's getting five and a half. All right. So how do you not take the defending champion who hasn't lost a game getting five and a half points? I'm taking Clemson. Okay. I think it's because of the way LSU has played this year. I don't care. They play Clemson. They just, yeah. But they also would say, well, Clemson hasn't played anybody until they played Ohio State. Now, you had Ohio State. I had Ohio State as a number one team in the country. country. I did. And, you know, bad calls be damned. I think we talked about it on a previous podcast. They kicked field goals. Yeah, they they couldn't get into the end zone. They were in the red zone four times in the first quarter, and they kicked three field goals. Right. So You don't win with kicking field goals. The the betting public – is like 90% on LSU. Okay. I will game. take Clemson in the okay. points. And uh, I think that a lot of it, too. I, first of all, Oklahoma was a joke. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Like Oklahoma just, and maybe the Big 12 in general, I'm sorry. I'm thinking it's it just, costs Lincoln Riley a professional coaching job. Possibly. I mean, if you're Dallas Cowboys looking for a new coach, and Lincoln Riley or Urban Meyer there. Um, they just LSU did what they wanted, dude. It was like Madden game. It, yeah, it was like there Madden. was four. There were receivers all over the field. Yeah. And Oklahoma, don't get me wrong. I think Oklahoma deserved to be the fourth team after it all played out. They deserved to make the playoff. But the Big Twelve defense big is drop. disgusting. Well, so there were three national championship quality teams this year. And Oklahoma was fourth. It's really, really hard to bet against Trevor Lawrence. It's really, really that's exactly hard. why I'm doing it. It's really hard. Do you see last last? And Etienne, who knew he could run sixty yards? I, for a that touchdown? was amazing. That Dude, was just as soon as as soon as he got around three guys, yeah. I thought, get down, get down, and yeah. then he's behind them all, running these guys. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the I believe. You know what? I'm going to agree with you. I'm I'm taking Clemson and give me the five. It's hard to – how do you not? Because – I mean, if I lose, good. I, I like LSU anyway. I love Ed Orgeron. Because everybody – you know, people, people say, well, LSU beat Ohio State, which, yeah, okay, they beat Ohio State. They didn't beat the pants – you know, they, they – not Ohio State. I'm sorry, Oklahoma. Yeah. LSU beat the pants off of Oklahoma – Clemson beat a very talented Ohio State team. Okay? And I, I still and think they're one of they're it, the best team in the country by far. Yeah, and there's remember a lot of, Ohio State's running back got hurt. And, right, and I, I, I they I, ran all over them. And you'll have people on the opposite side say, "Well, Clemson plays in the ACC. Who have they played? And they nearly lost to North Carolina. A point. But okay, and, and granted, every team, no matter how good they are, has an off week. They just do. Did they take North Carolina lightly? Maybe Probably. they did. Probably. I don't did. remember their schedule. Was it a trap game between two good opponents? But it's ACC. Well, I doubt it. There yeah, aren't two, yeah, there aren't two, there good, aren't two good opponents. But <laughs> it, Clemson went into this. There were mostly people picking Ohio State to beat Clemson. Clemson then beats Ohio State. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now Clemson has to prove themselves all over again. And I think that Dabo loves to play into that we're the underdog thing. I'll he take Dabo that. Sweeney in five points every time. Would you would you hire him to be the Cowboys head coach? Yes. <laughs> in a heartbeat. Yeah. So I digress. I, I would take I digress, uh, I'd take uh Auburn's coach. Okay. Um well, what the that, hell's his name? But but that's but but the point is it's like you look at Gus who Malzahn. Gus Malzahn. But you you look at who Clemson Clemson has beaten. You look at who LSU has beaten. And people say, well, LSU went into Alabama and and ran it up on Alabama. Granted, how good was Alabama this well, year? Well, and again, their quarterback was out. Right. They so Tua was out. You know, the, and and guess what? That backup quarterback hung a lot of points on LSU in that game. He did. So it you can throw on it him. It wasn't fifty six to three. No. You know. And Clemson has some big, tall receivers that can win one-on-one battles. Right. Um, LSU, I, uh, LSU looks like they have like five guys running open every play. In the words of Colin Cowherd, "I want great drama. You know, like I want, I want, a, <laughs> I want a really good game. Yeah. You know, but I think it's going to be close. I do too. Even I think if Clemson good. loses, I think it's going to be like a field goal. Look, if and you pulled anybody that watches college football three months ago and said. If we had Clemson and LSU go to the national championship game, what do you think of that? Tigers the all only, day. The Ohio State fans are the only ones would say bullshit. They're, Ohio State's going to be in it. Yeah, yeah well, they, they, didn't they work damn out. near were. 
And it, yeah, that was, a, that was a real. That was a really good. I'm going to tell you right now. If their tailback doesn't get hurt, I still think they win. They, it's very possible. I still think ifs, they win. But ifs what and a play, butts or candy and nuts. But again, you know when that game switched, halftime. Halftime. That there were some adjustments and made. They make, and he makes good adjustments. And Clemson's offense clicked the second half. Yeah. They didn't do shit the first half. Right. Ohio State was all over them. Right. Um, they came back. And obviously, <clears throat> Clemson's defense was the first team to keep Ohio State out of the end zone. Right. Penn State couldn't stop them on a 99-yard drive three times. Right. Inside, they were inside their own 10, and they drove the field the whole time. The one time the Ohio State quarterback fumbled, mm-hmm. they keep Penn State in it a little bit, but that game wasn't close. And they, there was no one stopped Ohio State all year until Clemson. Until Clemson. Right. right. They made them kick field goals. Right. You don't win playoff games in the kicking NFL. Kicking field goals. You don't, you don't win you don't championship win games. Kicking field goals. Kicking field goals. That, no. Kicking field goals gets you beat. Right. Two field goals is six. One touchdown is seven. Is that why? Is that why Alabama can never find a good field goal kicker? Because like Nick, you, Nick Saban's like, well, dude, we don't really need, need you. Yeah. We don't really need. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get touchdowns. It's I don't know. Alabama can't seems to win every year without quarterbacks in the NFL too. Well, their quarterback, who their injured quarterback, is going to the NFL. He declared. So, yeah. And, We'll have a lot more to talk about Why when the not? draft gets my, closed. My, pull thi- my whole thing, yeah, you know I'm a draft nerd. Yeah, yeah, so that'll um, be interesting. So, yeah, I, th- I think he made the right decision. I think, is he going to drop? You darn toot, and he's going to drop from one to five in the draft or six. He's not getting by, you know, Miami. He's not getting by those guys that need one. Um, he may not even play next year. So, if, my, if you're Miami and LSU quarterback's gone, Okay, mm-hmm. you're gonna have a choice between Herbert from Oregon, or this kid that's hurt, or Tua. Yeah, Tua has been the number one quarterback in the nation for two years until he hurt, got hurt. Yeah, but and if Nick Saban wouldn't have played him when his ankle or leg was hurt, he would have never ripped his hip up. Fr- okay, so also you're gonna have uh, from yep. from from Jake Georgia. Yeah, you're gonna have Burroughs. He'll be one. Okay, He'll Burroughs one. is going to Cincy. Um, number two I- is going to be the defensive end from Ohio State. Can I give you a sleeper quarterback? Sure. Cole McDonald. Very big sleeper. Okay. That's nappy. Very nappy. Matter of fact, I'm nodding <laughs> off right now. I I watched <laughs> him play. I watched him play in a bowl in the bowl game. Who's he played for? Tell him. Hawaii. That's better. So it, You it, know how it, the history of Hawaii quarterbacks are in the NFL. I understand, but this kid is built just like Trevor Lawrence. Like he he's got the same you know, and, and look. Look at how many two-star quarterbacks went in and then went to the NFL and were successful. I, I'm, not, I'm not calling this kid a first-round draft. Yeah, right. Don't get me wrong. You're saying he's going to stick. But you know what? If, if, if he was there in, like, let's say round four, I might take a flyer on him. That's yeah, that's too game. early for me. I might go five. Okay. Let's wait for the combine. Um, right. And the only reason I say that is – if, if he's going to be successful, he does run a lot. He's another one of the mold that people like. Right. Um, now, if the Patriots took him, he's a starter. Bill Belichick would make that guy the Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Boy, I heard an interesting rumor. By the way, go, go ahead. We'll make I that heard, our next topic. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Um, so I, I just I want. I heard the rumor about uh, the redheaded midget, the redheaded <laughs> going to New England, Dalton. Yeah, I, I, I the the. That Belichick is fascinated the with red having gun. him, yeah, the Red Rider BB gun, yeah, um, and, and that Brit, you know, I I think it was I think I I heard John Clayton uh, say that he felt eighty percent confident that Brady was gone. So well, let, let me ask you this: talk, If you're not Brady, yeah, let's talk about that first. Let's talk about if you Brady were staying, first. you'd yeah. have done it by now, right? You just said if New England wanted him, he'd have offered they, him a contract. They'd, they'd by given now. him a contract. Um, when you he sold his house in New England, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know; it's for sale. But where does he go? Like, where does Brady go? I think that's going to that's, well, that's an interesting. Wait. Conversation. Let me ask you this: Let's just say Big Ben says retires before the off before the uh, draft. I don't want Brady. Uh, you don't think the Steelers would take Steeler fans? I think would, they would take him, but they I might burn Brady, down the city. But, but Brady's Brady best would days are behind. I him. understand that, but for one year. Two years, for thir- thirty some million dollars, which is what he's what probably going to ask what for. What are you paying Ben? Well, you going to let me put it to this way: Would you sacrifice if you're the Steelers? Would you? You have the option. You could sign Tom Brady in that scenario, mm-hmm. 
Or, Remember, if Ben's gone. Or if Ben's gone. Or re-sign somebody like a Bud Dupree and somebody else for the long term. Well, if Ben's what do you gone, do? your salary's gone. It doesn't hurt your cap. It's a wash. Okay. Remember, Ben's making $30 million. All right. 30-something all right. million. All right. So I'm it. saying if he's gone, okay. you, just afforded, you just give Brady his salary. For two what have you got to lose? Because what are you going to hang your hat on, Mason Dude, Rudolph? They won eight games this year without a quarterback. Right. That defense is back. Pittsburgh's defense is back. I hope they sign Dupree. By the way. I, I, and I don't. Just as an aside, I hope they. Do. Uh, I'm. I hope they do not. You're anti Dupree. Uh, he had one good year, and it happened to be in his contract year. Does that scare anybody? I also don't. Th- I think this was the first year he was completely healthy. But that's, that's okay. That's then okay. that's another reason I'm not giving him that kind of money. The guy can't stay in the field. Well. Brady, I, I first of all, first of all, I think Ben's coming back, and second of all, I don't think Brady's coming to Pittsburgh. Me but, too. But, but but let's let's look at like where the rumors have said he's going. So there's been the Los Angeles slash San Diego Chargers. The, if Rivers retires, if Rivers retires, what about I think Cleveland? If Josh McDaniels goes to that's Cleveland, my point. I think that's a possibility. But the fact that they don't have a coach yet, I would lay testicles to donuts. <laughs> That they're looking at Urban Meyer. From wow. Ohio State, Cleveland. Wow. He's an Ohio guy. The fans would eat it up. Remember, this Cleveland has I got think nothing would be right. An enormous mistake. I'm not saying it would be a great play, but he's from Ohio State. He's in the city. He's in the same state. Cleveland needs a coach. They didn't hire anyone yet. Zippo. But and it, I know they interviewed Josh McDaniels. Now, do you want Josh McDaniels, the same guy that told another team he's going to be their coach and renege two weeks later? What a great guy. Or the huh? guy or the guy that drafted, drafted Tim Tebow as high as he did? I mean, seriously. Um, Urban Meyer would sell tickets. Well, I, 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 I get that. Josh but, McDaniel failed once. But if, jo- if Josh McDaniels goes to Cleveland, I think then there's a greater – there's a, a – a, better percentage chance that Brady goes to Cleveland. But yeah, then, I do too, because I think Urban Meyer wants a running quarterback. Well, yeah, but then you have Baker. You know Urban Meyer's favorite call for five years. <laughs> quarterback draw. But ba- Third and seven, quarterback that's, draw that's Baker, for ten. Then Baker Mayfield's your guy. That's exactly right. You know, But Josh McDaniel, he comes in and Brady comes in, and what do they do with Baker Mayfield? Here's your number one first-round draft pick. Yeah. Like, what you sit him? Like he's, then he just sits. Yeah. You know, so then what, I mean, does, does Mayfield then demand a trade? Does Mayfield then say, okay, Who cares? If, if you don't like it, go sit. If you're if you're bringing Brady in, well, then trade me. Let, let me go. All right. And I don't think they're going to do that because Brady's only got a year left, too. The the other. How he, do you know? He, he Brady was throwing to you and me this year. Yeah, exactly. He was. So they have no receivers. Uh, except Edelman. Edelman was the only receiver. Yeah, and had. you know, he was hurt. He had a. Someone said he had like a, a, some injury, too, he played the last two games with. Okay. I mean, those dudes are tough. Well, and and the third team that has come up is the Indianapolis Colts, which I think is is a reasonable possibility. You know, Andrew Luck retires out of the blue, you know, and 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 they go into the season no Andrew Luck. The game plan is completely swallowed up. What about Miami? So, you going to have Fitz Fitz be your quarterback? I don't know. Fitz played pretty well at the end of the year. Well, he, this is what Fitz does. He'll yeah. have four games where he throws for 350 yards and I'd four love, touchdowns. I'd love Fitz to be the Steelers' veteran backup. Put I, Brady in some serious. warm weather. No, I don't, I, in the division, Giselle, Miami was close G- to being really Gis- good. Giselle could, like, Bikini? live it up in, in Miami. On the, yeah. <laughs> you tell me Brady wouldn't have a good time in South Beach? Uh, um, I, would, I would. Warm weather in his division, so he gets to play against the Patriots twice. Right. Uh, on a team who's... Not great yet, but they got. But lot. I, I, I like what there. I like what their general management or coach is doing. I like I do what too. they're doing. Right. So I you know, and I and I, can, I think the the only I don't, I don't want to say this is a mistake because you know with a lot of things as a general manager and a coach in the NFL, you've got to roll the dice. They rolled the dice on trading Minka Fitzpatrick to the Steelers for a first round draft pick. Okay, thinking that you now they probably didn't count on the Steelers being as good as they turned out to no, be. No, but you know was, what? This Still was a lottery at, pick. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's still, you know, worked out. Middle, middle of the pack, first, extra out. first round pick. And so. that's the only way they win that trade is well, if it becomes a non-playoff team. Right. But but the but actually, I think it was a win-win for both teams. I, oh, yeah, I, think I the, agree. You know, I think the Steelers. Totally look, agree. If you, said, if you said to me, the Steelers first round draft pick, like at around number 16 or 17, is going to be a Minka Fitzpatrick. Or as I'll, good I'll as si- him. I'll sign up. 
Absolutely. I'll totally sign up. Well, yeah. they did it last year. They got the linebacker that we yeah they got Devin we, Bush that we told so, them they were going to do. I saw some. I was like curious and going back on some early reviews of Devin Bush. Do you know that some people had him projected as a second round pick? No, I have, I have people. Some people projected him as high as the second pick. Yeah, and but and I you remember I had my people, draft thing. I told you I'm a nerd. Yeah. Um, I had the I had the linebacker from LSU. LSU, the other the Devin other Bush, the other Devin. Yeah. Um, no, no, the other Devin, Devin White. Yeah, Devin White. Yeah, I had him bet as the only other player Pittsburgh should take ahead of him, and I I might have been wrong. Yeah, Bush Bush <laughs> Bush had a really really good season, and so did Devin White. Um, yeah, but they, but I six and one half dozen. That together. draft worked out like again like a Madden draft where you don't have to work. You got the guy you want, and nobody's yeah. smart enough to take him before you. Right, right. Um, that worked out really well. Yeah. But now they don't have a first-round pick this year. No, they got a second-round pick, and they're going to get a third-round pick because they're going to get compensation for Le'Veon Bell. So, um, Fourth-rounder, maybe? No, third-rounder. That's the projection. Right. They're going to get a third-round right, pick. All right, third for, or fourth. For, you know, they're going to get a third-round pick for, for, for Le'Veon All Bell. All right, so, so. again, that, that trade becomes a win-win for both teams because right. you weren't going to get a, a Minka, Minka Fitzpatrick anyway. And we can get into, you know, we'll be getting, believe me, during the offseason, we'll be getting into draft stuff. Dude, you have we'll no idea. Into, I, we'll I print into stuff off of every position. I remember your, your book. I your, have <laughs> I have notebooks of people, and I keep them for three years just to see if I was right. Uh, people that I think are busts, if they turn out to be busts, guys I didn't like. The one I missed big time was a kid at UCLA named Barr. Mm-hmm. I forget who he's playing in the NFL for, um, but he's good. Anthony Barr. Look up Anthony Barr out there, Ginger, if you can get him in. I, I don't see a lot of his games, so uh, I'm sure it's not like a like an East Coast team. I don't know if he's with Arizona. Well, I forget. No, what. he actually ended up with uh, with Minnesota. All right. So he's still playing. Yeah, he is right now. Um, but so, I had him. He he was a guy that UCLA used as uh, a rover type position mm-hmm. and they always said linebacker linebacker well you, my rule for the nfl is if you want a starting linebacker he's got to have 100 tackles in the year 100 tackles or more uh for the year and, and preferably for two years in a row because a it means he's durable and b it means he's he can go sideline to sideline you don't get 100 tackles in college um without doing that so that's my big thing about linebackers i want in vanderash guess what, dallas vanderash they took him yep he had 120 some tackles every year. Yeah, turns out he's a good kid. Hurt his neck. Hope he comes back. That type of thing. Jalen Smith, 100 tackles every year. He had 100 tackles. Yeah, here's Barr's stats like game by you know if you look game by game you know solo tackle six five two two eight three two one six five you know he is. But they he, put him on the nickel. Pretty con- yeah, he, they put him in. He was pretty consistent. He did have a uh, he had one interception. Um, I don't see any fumble recoveries, but you know he he had a solid season for a rookie, you know, and and played a lot of football for the 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 average snaps the the largest he he was like in the teens to twenties for the percentage of snaps that he took. Yeah. So he came in in a nickel package. Well, he might have he, he might have been drafted two years ago. I don't remember yeah. uh, the first year he didn't do much, and I thought I was right, and I was both. no, it was it was last year All because right. there's I thought well, I got stats. him right. I was a bust. I didn't want him. Um. Yeah. So there, I wasn't high on the New Orleans Saints defensive end. I think his name's Davenport. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't high on him, but he was having a decent year until he got hurt. Right. Um. But I'm. But trust me when I tell you this. I am such a nerd that I check all the sites, all the experts. I do 55 mock drafts a week. Um, just looking at prospects and where I think they're going to go. Um, you can get on YouTube and watch tape of all these guys. And I do do that when I'm sitting at home watching hockey, which will be a good segue. We need to talk about the Penguins, but anyway, we'll have more draft. I think I think up. you were the wrong Anthony Barr because Anthony Barr was actually drafted. He's 27 years old, so he'd have been drafted back in 2014. So you may have been thinking about somebody. No, else. no, that's Anthony Barr. He played that's for Anthony, UCLA. Yeah, he played for UCLA. That's who. So. I, that's the one I missed on. Yeah. So that was that was a few years ago. Yeah. That's that what was I'm a saying, few. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but so um, you want to talk a little bit of Penguins before we wrap this? Well, up? let's do it be simply because they won again. Yeah, without they, they, Sid, they go in and beat the uh, Colorado Avalanche at Colorado. Yeah, and Colorado's no joke. No, they got some good players. Well, did you see that goal that Murray <laughs> gave up? The Murray I gave did up a really bad goal, like from the. It was two two, and I fell asleep. Yeah, the, it, from the neutral zone, he just threw it in, and there's really, really bad ice in the Pepsi Center. Like it's, they, they have some of the worst ice. What was the score? Bounced, you know, when when I, 
Well, that made it two, two one. to one Colorado. Yeah. Okay. So it, it just took a weird bounce, and he couldn't corral it, and it went into the net. It was just one of those stupid plays. Yeah. And, of course, you know, I, I got – I answered – I responded to somebody on Twitter today. It was like, worst goal ever given up by this incredibly overrated goalie. And I'm like, yeah, two Stanley Cups overrated. Yeah. You know, seriously. I mean, like, just be real. You think they're going to trade him? Oh, man. You know you need two good ones. I can't see them trading him. Just because of that point that you just made, yep, is that you need to have to. We've we've talked about this before. Penguins won two Stanley Cups. What did they have? Two really good goaltenders. They had Murray and Flurry. Didn't matter which one got a rest, which one was playing. Right. You had that, to score three goals to win. Right. So, I, I I don't see them. But but you know here here's the point. They they've got they're going to have to expose somebody. The draft, for the expansion, draft. for the expansion draft for for Seattle. More okay. than that, they got to replace Gensel. Well, exactly. So, what do you do? What do you give up to 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 replace Gensel? To well, I know who they want to give up. Yeah, Godzinyak and but nobody's going to Simone. But who nobody's going to take him? So, but then again, do you give up? Does Casey is Casey to Smith? Has he played good enough in the minors to call him up, and he's your reliable backup? Well, they didn't like him take, last year. Do you take? Do you do you roll the dice on Jari staying hot for the rest of the year? Well, you can, but you need you need two. Yeah. Um, I, I, even if you clinch a playoff spot, I don't want to. You want to rest your goalie I for a few days. I do not want to be in Rutherford's shoes. I would and, rather not give up. I Murray. wouldn't give. I, I don't. Think um, I although they're both making money, I mean they also up against the cap. And I think I read somewhere where they have a ton of free agents. A ton. Mm -hmm. When I say ton, I'm talking 12. Gensel's out. Sid's coming back. They're winning without him. And again, I just say one more thing about that piece of shit that I hate Malkin. Taking a penalty, a stupid, ridiculous penalty with 30 seconds or 40 seconds to go in the first first period. Yep. That led to a one nothing lead on the power play. Yep. It was the biggest. He does it all the time and if it's not him it's Latang. one of those two idiots have to make a stupid penalty last night Latang got called for a penalty that they gave them a two two one lead yeah um because he was he pushed a guy from behind for no reason absolutely mm. Malkin was just being a douche when he had his penalty at the end of the first period because he didn't think they were going to call it because the period was ended right uh, what just I'm so fed up with this guy. Having said that, I would you know I'd have traded him two years ago. I told right, you that. Right. Having said that, he's kept them afloat since Sid's been gone. Yeah, he's, he's played been really playing. Well. He's been playing really well as a goal scorer. Um, I think Russ you know, got another I, goal. Last Russ night. got yeah. I mean Russ has just been on fire. Um, it's been pretty, maybe the best coaching job in the NHL with Mike Sullivan. And and we we all know that the lifespan of an NHL coach is not long. Uh, but he has done an unbelievable job this year. And, you know, they keep rolling. They're going to make the playoffs, and they're going to be a really hard out because you're going to have Crosby coming back. Um, you know, we'll coming see. Coming back and rested. Yep. We'll see what they get in the trade for Gensel. I mean, to, to, to replace Gensel because if Gensel were to recover at, like, the fastest rate you could possibly recover from that surgery, it would be late in the playoffs that he could Maybe possibly the be back. Yeah. Maybe the finals. So we're not – we can't count on him. But, but they keep uh, winning without him. I know him and Sid, and they just keep winning. They just keep winning, winning games, and they just. And find I'll tell a way you what they looked done. last night. They look fast. Yeah, they're fast again. Yeah, they got some. They they because they got outskated last year against the Islanders. Like let's face it, they they just they the, got outplayed. The Islanders, the Islanders skated rings around them. They got outplayed. Uh, period. Yeah. So it's it's going to be an interesting interesting rest of the year. Uh, All Star break is going to be coming up pretty soon. Um, you know and and. I think Jari got in as a replacement for Gensel, and I think Latang got in also as a as an injury replacement. Not like the All-Star game actually means anything. Actually, I enjoy watching the skills competition yeah, better than I enjoy watching the All-Star game. It's the second worst All-Star game behind NFL, by far. Yeah. The NFL is It's 14-13 at the end of the first period. Right. It's not hockey. I would Just for injuries and such, I'd like to see him just do the skills competition, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, here's exactly. your money for being an all star. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Sign some autographs for we'll all the do, kids. We'll in the do we'll do like a two day festival, including yeah. the skills competition. You know what? Bring each one of home. you, each one of these all stars gets a kid from this 
that want that plays youth hockey, right? And you make it a uh, like uh, a relay race with yeah. kids. Yeah, that'd each be fun. one gets a couple now. That'd you be get, fun. They get to wear jerseys of, yeah. of your team, whatever it is. Yeah, uh, make it more. Call fan Gary. Friendly. Call Gary Bettman. Call uh, Gary I love Bettman. It. Yeah. Do it. So don't forget before we leave. Yeah, you gotta forget to mention Pitt's win over North Carolina. And yeah, we were. We I just touched on that. So Pitt, Pitt with a nice win, and of course, you know the the, the Twitter feed was open. Twitter feed was open. <laughs> the the anti Pitt people, the Penn State people, were like, oh, but North Carolina sucks. They're missing their best player. This game's not. It's like, look, look, they still could have lost. Yeah, Pitt has they were won losing an ACC half. road game in two years. Yeah. And they go into North Carolina, a place that's hard to win regardless, and they win. They Who's were the losing. coach in North Carolina? Yeah, exactly. Roy Williams. Thank you. End and of story. It, and so they go in there. They get a win. Everybody was on Pitt's case this week, including Mark Madden, which, of course, the Pitt people then respond to that, where you just got to leave him alone and ignore him. Because yeah. what the hell does Mark Madden know anything about Pitt? Zero. Well, not so, only that, but... He, that's his shtick. Do you know when he was trolling and they were losing at half? Yeah. He started just ripping them. Right. So it's like it, it, Mark Madden talking about the Pitt fans being arrogant without winning or anything. Pitt fans are the most defeatist people I know, yeah. <laughs> including well, you, myself. Yeah, you can't so, win one way so, or another. No. So you know what? Ignore Mark Madden. Please don't feed the beast because all, all he is is a troll. Did you hear? And he loves to do that. Did stuff. you hear the petition on Twitter and have him replaced? Yeah. It's such yeah. a joke. Yeah, don't, don't. Oh, you're, he's smiling. He loves like the, that He's shit. smiling like the butcher's dog when you're yeah, doing that to him. Absolutely. He although although that, that South Park image that I sent you was still one of the yeah, funniest that was, things. Yeah, that, that was good. But, but, but a really, really nice win for Pitt. Pitt also extends Capel for two years, which yep. I understand. Look. The contracts aren't worth the paper that they're written. Yeah, you could leave anytime. You know, and of course, after the after the 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 contract extension, uh, Twitter is like, "Oh, you just wait till the Duke job opens up. You wait till Shashevsky or uh, North Carolina, or, or, you know, leaves." We'll and go then back to take, North Carolina. But here's, but here's the thing, and, and and a couple of pit writers brought up a really good point. He's not a shoe in for the Duke job. Yeah, you not know how by, many people are going to want by, that job? Yeah, not by any stretch of the imagination is no. he a shoe in for the for the pit job. There's for the plenty Duke of people. Job. So don't, you know, look, everybody, calm down. All you in the pittersphere, calm down. We have a... a enjoy a, the win. A, enjoy the win. Uh, they're going to play at Miami tomorrow. And God, they could go in there and lay an egg. This is a young basketball team. But also, look at the quality of players he's recruiting, okay? This is not Stallings, no. all right? This is Jeff Capel. He's going after four and five star recruits. And that win against North Carolina yeah. is every bit that's a team that's going to be in the tourney. Yeah. So that's a NCAA tournament game they just won. Right. Right? On the road. North Carolina is not as good as they have been. There's no, no doubt about it. No. But they went two near North Carolina against the Hall of Fame coach and five five star players on the other side. Mm -hmm. Even though they're not meshed yet and they're not playing yet. And they beat them, right. and they came back. They were down and, at half. And we were they could have give up. And Pitt was missing their best defensive player in tone. Yes, and they okay. could have easily went into the locker room and said, "Well, we weren't supposed to win. Now we're losing at half. Let's yeah. just go get back in the plane." I I actually was on Twitter, and I got to see Pitt's feed where you you got to hear part of what Jeff Capel was preaching at halftime. So they had a camera in there, and it, and he he was he was just basically saying, "Look." Everything we've got to do, we've got to do harder. We've got to do with more passion. And you know what? You saw that in the second half. And they came out there, and they're raining threes down. It's like, you know what? We're yeah. hitting threes. Let's keep keep on feeding it. And they do right? play good defense. And they play decent On def perimeter. Right. They're a good perimeter but, defensive team. But they were, again, they were missing They have no big men. No. No. Even but, when they're healthy, they have no big men. But you know what? It's Look, take it for what it is. It, we didn't get any of those wins with Stallings. At all, no. and the, and the basketball well, not program to mention, was he a left disaster. you with no talent, right? Stallings recruited crap. So there's so and and a lot of a lot of guys left when Capel came on board, and you know it was it was really really funny. People were saying, "Oh, um, oh, these these guys that are leaving, you know, they they must not think very much of Capel." No, Capel probably sat them down and said. Uh, you're not, you're not playing, division one. You're not going to be playing much for me, so you may as well walk. Yeah, you're not division one material. How yeah. you got a scholarship is beyond me from Stallings. Exactly. So, uh, so on the <sighs> other, calm down. Yeah, on the other side of the foot, we were just 
with Wayne Wagner last week, the last time right. we did a podcast, we were talking about how Penn State hoops was finally fun to watch, and they had mm-hmm. some talent. And yeah. boy, they went into Rutgers and got uh, laid an egg. Man, they got their clocks. Going. Rutgers is a good basketball team. Rutgers is a good yeah. basketball really team good at basketball home. Team. Yep. Um, the whole Big Ten. I watched the game last night. It was Iowa and Maryland. Yeah, and, and Iowa, Iowa put it to them. Iowa really Took put it to them. To them, but and I can tell you, they're up and. Up until last night, so it must still be the same. I didn't see the rest of the Big Ten last night. There have been four mm-hmm. Big Ten road wins all year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Penn State beat Iowa, and that was at the Palestra. That, so that counts. was a neutral site game. Michigan State has two of the four. Mm-hmm. So whatever reason, remember this when it comes to filling out your brackets. Big Ten teams on the road are not very good. Mm-hmm. Not yet. No, it's still early. Right. Um, we got some time to gel. Iowa's big man is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget his name. He sweats like a pig. That's all I can tell you. It's like Franz or Martz or something like that. But this guy's huge, and he can shoot threes. And what a rebounder. Offensive rebounds, defensive rebounds. Iowa's got about three players that could absolutely be in the NBA Um Good shooting team. Um, they don't play great defense, but you got to tell Ginger to get the Iowa. Luca, Luca Garza. Garza, that's yeah. it. And there's so another that, one, like a Dribal uh, Busser. Uh, what's the other weird name that's on there? Yeah, uh, there's a there's a Joe Weiskamp. He's a guard. Weiskamp. Weiskamp's a guard. So la- so last night they they beat they beat Weiskamp sixty seven sixty seven to forty nine. Uh, Luca Garza at center twenty one points thirteen rebounds in thirty five minutes. Yeah, and he's. Oh. Lost six pounds. This guy sweats <laughs> like a pig. I think that's why he's so effective. Nobody wants to yeah, touch Joe, him. Joe, Joe, uh, Joe Weisskamp, the guard, was their, was their leading scorer. 39 minutes, 26 points, with also with 11 boards. And Duke so, can shoot threes, man. Yep, yep. So, so Iowa's a good team. Yeah. And Penn State did beat them at the Palestra, so it counts for something. Um, we'll see. Penn, um, again, there's no good road teams, uh, with the exception maybe of Michigan State so far this year. Right. Uh, you don't forget, Maryland was ranked number one a couple weeks Maryland's ago. Maryland has not been very good. And they've got a really good, talented squad. Yeah. Um, and they keep they keep losing. And they got pummeled in the second half last night. Yeah, the uh, second – well, no, it, was actually, it was actually the, the first half was when they got outscored. They got outscored. Halftime score was 38-24, to 29-25 Iowa in the second half. But that still equals out to an 18-point win. Well, so. and I'll tell you what they did. They made a run at the beginning of the second half yeah. and cut it to 10. And then they got they got And rolled. then done. Yeah. yeah, Iowa started hitting some shots. But Garza, you said his name is, right? Yeah, Luca Garza. Uh, watch him. If you get a chance to watch if nothing else, just watch him to see how much he sweats. It's so much fun. I, I think they have to call timeout and get the towels on the floor. Every Got time like he, IV bag on him during halftime. <laughs> he's, he's that guy in gym class that you play and you don't want to touch you him. You just don't want to guard him. He no. scores a bunch of points because nobody wants to guard Dude, him. Dude, you're hairy, you're wet, and you stink. Go ahead. Take the layup. <laughs> We're going to play crap soccer next week anyway. Well, once again, an hour goes by very Good. quickly. So Time to the, drink. Yeah, the update is, uh, again, we're on Spotify as well so uh, and twitter we, uh, facebook twitter facebook i posted the email address send us an um, email the where we start soundcloud yeah we started on soundcloud so we got soundcloud right. itunes itunes I forgot itunes yeah. and and spotify right yeah. now we're still waiting to get a response from uh, iHeartRadio, so we'll see uh but you know we've got our uh, i think they boycotted us we, we have our um they must be uh, we have fans. our email out there, basementsportspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on Twitter and Facebook. We're looking uh, for guests. Uh, we will have a pit review eventually. Yeah, um, that's probably going to be this week. Up. We got Adine coming in from the athletics pit. Look, hey, give, give him a look on his website, on Twitter, and on Instagram. This guy is on top of it. Do you know it. what he it com- is yet? Do you, do you know what? We the- don't know exactly the day yet. but we'll, No, I'll- do you know his Twitter handle yeah it's a uh, hold well, on pull it up. for you for a second so uh, as far as upcoming things while well, he's looking that up um remember we did a fantasy football uh special we have a, the guys that were on that with me kind of yep. want to do a review uh let me know let you know how we all finished in our fantasy football leagues and what we said right what we were wrong about so okay. we wouldn't mind doing one of those that'd be great well. oh, wait, it's uh adine's uh twitter page the athletics pit is at athletics pit uh, athletics p-i-t-t Okay, so at athletics, at athletics, plural, pit, pit. All, 
All one. All no right. dashes, no underscores. But there's an S on it, Athletics. Yeah. At Athletics Pit. Please follow Athletics Pit. Uh, yep. He's got a lot of good stuff on there. Really does the homework. Uh, you, you can definitely tell and, and knows a lot about what's going on. There's been a, a lot of buzz this week. Signed a quarterback. Uh, yeah, we signed Joe Yellen out not the, of not the right of, one, but you signed well, him. a good one. He, and, was, he is a good and, one. And uh, but but still, the buzz is uh, coming out of Notre Dame with Jerkovic. Um, so you know, it, yeah, he didn't get signed yet. Just so you know, don't. Well, he went to he went, he went to visit uh, went to visit Boston College. That was where that was where the visit was. But I, you know, my opinion is, and I know we're you know we're, we're Dude, trying the to the kid wrap they sign is what might be the best quarterback that they've had, at least on paper. Since, if you want to see how good Joe Yellen is, go in and watch the highlights of him playing against um, playing against USC last year when he had to start for Arizona State. Just go, just go for back. Notre Dame. I mean, the, for for no 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 for Arizona State. Oh, I got Joe you. Yellen. Um, the the other the other uh, the only bad news for Pitt this past week was they did lose their strength and conditioning coach Dave Andrews, who was actually a really really good one. Where would he go? He went to Iowa State. Weirdly enough, so I I don't know what the connection is here. I really haven't read anything. Last night to say, you know what, hey, um, this is the reason why he went. He's got family there, blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, it just it is what it is. You know, strength and conditioning coaches. He was beloved in Pittsburgh. A lot of a lot of the athletes are on Twitter saying, you know what, we hate that he's going. They really, really liked him. I think that Pitt was a much, much better conditioned football team over the past few years. So I'll give credit to him, to Coach Andrews. But look, you've, you've got to move on. You've got to go out there and you've got to find somebody um, who can fill that void and yeah. be a good strength and conditioning coach. And, they're, and on a they're final an note, part. let's just say it right now, in case you guys forgot around the Pittsburgh area, the Pirates once again signed a 225 hitting center we fielder. Are Mendoza. We should be the to Pittsburgh To go with Mendoza. their 180 hitting catcher. The Pittsburgh um, Mendoza lines. That's what we should be. And they're probably going to trade Marte because they now have their starting center Heredia. 225. Yeah, already their two starting center fielder. So congratulations, Pirate fans. You're off yeah. and running in free agency. Hey. Can't wait. When do pitchers and catchers report? Let's go. Doesn't matter to me, man. I'm just letting you know. I'm keeping you up on it. I'm in the know. I just got a big tech 225 career hitter. Oh, but guess what? He's fast. Hey, and and I got I got news for you. We we got our final finally got three star reviews on uh, on iTunes, and we're five stars. So do what? Yeah, we like on iTunes podcast. Yeah, what can, about it? They can give you like a one through five star review. Yeah, and we, we have three three ratings. And they were all five, all three were five stars. So I thought you said we got we're three on a, three we're stars. On, no, so we're, what the hell are you bragging and telling a, people we got a, three stars? No, no, we got five stars. We are on a roll. I would give it. I we would are, get on there and fudge we, it. No, we I, are, I don't even have an iTunes. We account. are on a roll, my friend. Yeah, we just, we're like butter. <laughs> we're on a roll. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Hey, thank you so much. We'll check you out next time uh, for the pit review with Adine from the Athletics Pit. So have a good week, everybody. See you.